Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Joel Kane, we're, we're coming into this from two different angles. You've been doing breakfast radio, yeah. I've been staying up all night watching Tiger Woods. So uh, we've got two different levels of um, fatigue coming in here. Good morning to you. So you're saying based on ta- time zones, you're already in Cocoa Pops and oh, I'm into mate. a steak sandwich. Mate. Oh, yes. Now, how has the breakfast radio experience been? It's uh, We're doing this at 11 o'clock a.m., so yeah. you would be, yeah, that, that's... Up since 3 o'clock this morning. Wow. Good fun. You'd be a morning person. You'd actually be suited to that sort of you time. You get match fit, four kids. You, you, I used to be horrible with sleep, but you just get so match fit with sleeping. But, mate, on to you. Uh, well done, Dan Ganone. Terrific call. Oh, thank you. Terrific right, call. Debut you. call. Long awaited. Too long for my liking. All right, thank you. Yes. Uh, Fox Sports. Yes. Well yes. done. Thank you very much. It was... Um, uh, and your cheeky bugger, you knew this time last week and you didn't tell us. I told you I couldn't do... I couldn't go to Winks. If you'd said why, I would have been snookered. I would have had to tell you. Well, you did. You said you were calling Newcastle Manly, but we go into our natural thinking, thinking that you're calling for Triple M. You know something? I was supposed to call it for well, Triple M. And a couple of weeks ago, I got the call and I had to get permission and they were very gracious, Triple M. So, you know, always appreciate um, them ha- uh, giving me the, the leeway there. And um, You know uh, why I love it? I love it because, you know, clearly you've been someone who's wanted to do this your whole life. You know, and I love seeing people achieve their career goals. So oh, well thank done. you. You know something? I wanted to be a radio caller my whole life. Did you? The TV stuff only in, it was only in the last few years. I thought, I wonder if I could do that. I've gone back to the radio. I love the radio calling. It's nothing fantastic. like radio, mate. There's nothing mm. like radio. Uh, I've been, mate, every Sunday night, I'll tell you what, I go home mum and dad, I see them once a week, and it's usually on a Sunday after I do the game, go and have dinner with them, and I hear your second half. Do you the, stay the night there? No, 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 no. No, hit and run mission. No, no, it's t- two hours. A <laughs> couple of hours. Are they no. still, are they Cograway still? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back to where I grew up for 25 years. Oh, fantastic. So, um, uh, we, I tell you what, um, you had an okay week, actually. Five and three. Um, six. Uh, was I six? Well, see, this is where I always get this wrong. This is what I got for you. You tell me where I'm wrong. Right. West Tigers Correct. against Brisbane. I, I think I got the first five. Well, I've got you with Newcastle. That was the fifth game. Oh, no, no, that's Unbeatable. wrong. Unbeatable. Yes. Unbeatable. Yes. Where's Sean, by the way? Was I a week too early? Has he dumped you because... No, he, yeah, Sean, Sean says his apologies. He's in Melbourne. So, uh, yes, I said I'm two from, I'm one from two in the unbeatable stakes, but that's not good enough. It's unbeatable. It's unbeatable. It's you, unbeatable. You can't, you can't be 99 from 100 in well, unbeatable. Well, I heard 20 minutes of your call and I loved it, right? But I didn't really see the game. What happened? Uh, I tell you... you it is interesting when you see a team firsthand. They've got nothing Newcastle in attack. Like you're looking at them going, what have they done all pre-season? They, once they get inside the opposition 10, mm. they're clueless. They don't know what to do. They'll occasionally toss it out to Ponga and sort of say, here you go, have a go. Mm. But um, Pierce, it's, it's, he's copying the blame, but... I mean, it's all on his shoulders and, and he's trying to do everything and he's making errors and he's putting kicks over the dead ball line. And it, it's like um, it, it's like he feels the weight of the world on his mm. shoulders. Um, Manly were good. Manly just uh, – they were slick. It was obvious the first set, Fenua Blake and Power. You, you put those two in a team, it changes them completely. He's a good player. He carried on like a pork chop, but he's a good player, isn't he, Fenua Blake? Yeah, uh, and and they, they Clemmer was completely blunted. 
So they had no field mm. position. When they did, they did nothing with it. But Manly, and they looked good. And LG was solid. Parker, which, Parker's goes okay. Mate, he's found a nice little home there in the yeah. centres. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're punching uh, Manly, and they were thoroughly deserved winners. But So, okay, so you had the first four, Newcastle wrong. I had you as Cronulla. No, I had Roosters. Mm, okay, well, Jarve will be the decider of that, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. And then, then everything else will be right. Uh, you got Canterbury wrong. Yeah, I, I fa- failed Canterbury at the end. I got, so I got Canberra, though. Okay. So. Why does it I always get Joel's one wrong? I never get Sean's. I never well, get Well, I'll mine. have to go to the taste with that because I did change to Cronulla in another tipping comp. So, uh, um, unless. No, I'm pretty sure more, I went more, the same as Sean. Did more, he go Roosters? More importantly, no, he went Cronulla. Oh, maybe I did. And I went Roosters. More importantly. Oh, by the way, the scores, uh, Joel, with that adjustment, I'm giving it to you, 20 and 20. Oh boy. Sean, 19 and 21. You've taken the lead, Dan, 13 and 27. My God. you have that, That's special in a 50-50 game to get 13 out of 40. We'll improve that, I promise. Now, I see you've got your sheet of paper as we do this for sports, but this is interesting. So mm. you've done some proper handicapping, uh, yes. as, as what the professionals would say. Yeah, so basically, and I learnt this from Sean, who, who wins every single year. He, he, if you took every one of his tips, you basically win, even though he's slightly behind, but it's hard at the start of the year. So what he does is he basically finds a scratch marker. Mm. Say, for example, I've got the Roosters as a scratch marker. Then he pits every team against them. You assume that every team is fully fit, and then you give them a score. If they played 100 times on average, what would they need against the Roosters? Okay, so throw a team at me, Dan. Um, Canberra. Canberra Raiders. So I've got them marked as six and a half. If they played the Roosters on neutral territory a hundred times, I think yeah. the average win for the Roosters would be six and a half Why points. have you picked the root? They're just the benchmark? They, well, I, well, whoever you deem as the benchmark, that's where your starting right, point okay. is. Okay. And then as the weeks go, you might get it wrong. So, for example, at the start of the year, I had the Broncos two points behind the Roosters. Yes. But they're... I feel like, and you can't put everything on form, but I feel like I've just simply got that wrong. So I've pushed them out to five, and then from there, you've got your raw scores. So how did you get to six and a half with Canberra? That is just your feel, that is just years of experience. Yeah, years of, it's just a gut feel thing, and okay. you're weighing all things up. People t- look, people would hear that and they go, six and a half's not enough for yeah, Canberra a in a hundred games. Yeah, that's right. And that's how you typically feel, but you, you'll find that's not the case. Right, okay. Um, and then you factor in, so for example, if the Raiders played the Roosters in Sydney, mm. the Raw scores six and a half difference. Yep. But it's worth three or four at home for the roost for them to travel up here. Yep. So therefore, you would arrive, and assuming everyone's fit and healthy, you would arrive at nine and a half or ten and a half start for the Raiders in Sydney. Would right. you say that's about fair that enough? That sounds about. That's probably uh, I'd be taking Canberra in that situation. But yes, that sounds about fair. Yes, and then on, on converse to that, if they were at home, they'd only be getting three or four and a half against the Roosters. Okay. No, I can't. You understand? Uh, I do. I do. Uh, and and this method works. So it's interesting. It's all against one team, that sort of method, and then it all... Yeah, you get your raw scores, and then you've got to factor in home game, what's that worth? Some are worth yeah. more. Melbourne's hard to win down there. And also players. So if a player is out, yeah. um, how much do you trim off them? If Turbo's out, that's significant, yeah. right? So if you then see, in that example, Canberra versus Roosters, and it's in Sydney, and you've set it in your mind as nine and a half, what does the start, how much out does the start need to be for you to go, okay, I'm going to launch at that? Two points? Two points. Two points. Two points. That'll be a confidence thing. And, and, And then if you need to ascertain the value of a player, same thing applies. If Manly played Manly on a neutral territory which would be neutral because they're both manly. (laughs) What's the team with Turbo worth the team against? So it's probably four. 
Oh, jeez, I'd want more. No, than that, it feels more. Yeah. It feels more, but okay. over 100 games, it's probably four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you ever, okay, here's a question. You ever back something mm. and not hoped it won? I'll give you an example of what I did. I had Brooks Kepka yesterday. Ah. Uh. And I was cheering Tiger. I was cheering Tiger. I needed Tiger to stumble on the last. He played that last so – he was never going to lose, but he played it so strangely. And I'm thinking, no, I don't want Kepka in a playoff. I want no. Tiger to win this now. This is too good. How good was it? Mate, I, worth every second. Five, I started up till 5.30 and then couldn't get to sleep once, um, once, uh, once it was all over. What about um – uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, what was it, where was I going with this, Tiger Woods? Were you on air when that, that must have been? Yeah, no, no, because they brought it forward. I was going to be, and it would have been fantastic to be doing that, but um, it wasn't the case. Uh, I had, and, and this was a bad beat-ish, Adam Scott led after two rounds. Uh, yes. So he leads after two rounds. He's seven under after two, yeah. My bet for the weekend was Classic Legend to win at five bucks. It did it? Yes, okay. one easy. Right. So at this stage of the game... He's that's one, and I've got Adam Scott to win the Masters, to win about a, a, bit, a lot of money. Mm, that's not it. Yeah, I can't give. No, you, it's not a bad beat. I can't give you bad beat. But I did the. I felt like I did the hard, hard work. work. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. See, if he's in front after three, I'm crushing. But he wasn't. He. he, he oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, remember last year in the podcast, we had a bet made up. Mm. I think Sowie came up with a bet actually. Who would be the How next? Is Sowie? He's going you're well. doing bricky with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, no, How many times great. a day does he bring up he's not part of this anymore? Uh, it, it's it's down to about Sowie. twice a we day. We miss Sowie. Yeah. But yeah. He, he's I'll, he's I'll good make, to work with. I don't, I don't, I'm not a morning person. I listen to you guys, but I'm not a morning. Yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be a good combo, actually. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. A couple of quirky dudes. Um, but he came up with a bet last year for our podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. Who would win the next major who was it lebron did he throw in there or was it oh, tiger but he got tiger of course sounded something like that i think that. it was lebron versus tiger wasn't it right we had it for a podcast listeners anyway so anyway so it's been paid out uh, well done to oh you tiger actually Woods. put it up as a bet yeah, yeah we put wow. it up as a bet wow there you go so um you see uh, 21% of all us televisions were turned on to the masters which is incredible for golf yeah. and it was on at 9 a.m. east coast time 6 a.m. west coast so you just wiped out the West Coast, and they still had 15 million or something watching it. I haven't seen the ad yet, but apparently, as soon as he won, Nike released this unbelievable ad. Have you seen it? No. No, we must Google it. We must look it up. Apparently, it's brilliant. Did you see? Now, they um, someone released last year after he won the Tour Championship a video, him holding an iPad. And they played all the people that wrote him off. Wow. Everyone. So um, all the ex-players, Greg Norman, all the ex-players, all the, you know, hot take experts. And he's just got a little smile on his face. And then when the last one speaks, he just looks at the camera and just gives a look. It's like, yes. Beautiful. Oh, it's brilliant. All right. Um, should we should we get on to some tipping? Before we do briefly... Um Greg Inglis, well done. Ah, yes. Well done to Greg Inglis. A lot will come out of this, salary cap, et cetera, but it's not the time to talk about that. Um, is he, does he become an immortal Greg Inglis? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I looked at it last year. Uh, the timing helps him. Um, I, now, I, I, when I, I Do you look, think it helps? No, no, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because you've got to get into the Hall of Fame first. Yes. To get into the... To be an immortal, and I think it's a five-year. There's a five-year. It's a four-year uh, cycle. The the Hall of Fame, 
an immortal. You must convert it to immortal yeah, status in yeah, that time. and it's done over four years. So by the time he gets around, because he's straight into yeah. the Hall of Fame, obviously, yeah. mm. um, Lockyer's already immortal. No, you, you can't be in the Hall of Fame as a player, is that right? So he would not be in the Hall of Fame now? No. 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 So now he's eligible. Yes. So when, whenever the next round happens. Yes, he's a late MSE. Yeah. Um, but I was basing it on him retiring in 2020. I don't know, 2019, if he comes a cycle forward, and that mm. puts him in the wash with Thurston yep. and Smith. Um, Lockyer will he, he straight through. So I, I'm thinking he might just be a touch short. What about you? Uh, it's it's hitting the crossbar type stuff, isn't mm. it? you got Billy Slater as well. Okay, who do you put in, Billy or Inglis? If only one of them, and maybe only one, maybe... Well, I know try scoring's not everything. Uh Billy Slater, well, they both won Clive Churchill medalists. They both won Golden Boots, I believe. Inglis has won a Golden Boot, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. He has, actually. I don't know. I don't know how to separate them. What I will say, Dan, is about these young youngsters who are coming through as a batch, Smith, Lockyer, um, Thurston, GI and Billy, is that, you know, like Billy, for example, scored 190 tries, only Irvine's in front of him. Yeah. These players, the Polynesian influence has been huge. Like they add so much to our game. It's so much harder to make the NRL because of these Polynesian players. I, I wouldn't have gone near the NRL, I don't believe, if this influx of Polynesian players were there because they're just wonderfully gifted athletes. Players like Slater, Inglis, Thurston, Cameron Smith, Lockyer, and not degrading anything in the past because you can only beat who you're beating at the time, but they have played against these superstar Polynesian mm. players. So to do that against you know a really rounded comp... It's unbelievable. I, I think all those five players should go in. I know. I know that. Which is, we're going to start. I know it that. Down. But we've already got the thirteen. Yes, I know and that. They had to do. They, had, they did the right thing. They looked after the history. Yeah. They took it back to nine. No, wait. They, they got that right. But we don't want to turn this into um, just a procession. No, but I think if you just came out with a procession, the next one, and just said, you know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, these five are in because they bloody should be. Th- there's a big. It then slows down. We've had a heavy time of immortals in the last 20 years, whatever the case may be, mm. but it slows down dramatically. Who, who's the next cab off the rank? No one really, is there? Like if Kronk isn't making that, like Kronk's, Kronk's if he doesn't make that. Well, we just mentioned a big five and couldn't get Kronk in there. That's right. But, yeah, so. but Kronk to me is, you know, he's probably. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, and there's no no shame in that. I was like, can we please stop? I mean, we were eulogising English like he was dead. Yeah. Yesterday, look, it was a bit much. Yeah, it was a bit. Not, not I mean, I'm not talking about the sort of celebrate celebrate his career. Mm. He was happy. Yeah. All right, let's go. Cronulla Penrith Thursday night football. This is a big Easter round. Um, this is a Shark Park dollar sixty seven. The Sharks Penrith are two dollars twenty, uh, and the start is minus two point five. Where do they fit, Joel Kane, on your? Uh, yeah, I can't take full credit for on this. Your radar, my, my Yoda, when it comes to the radar. I've got the Panthers marked uh, with all things considered with players out, home ground advantage, etc. I've got them getting a half point start mm. and they're getting two and a half, aren't they? Yes. So so it's Penrith for me, you know, for Fida with being injured, Woods, Moylan. Uh, we are recording this on the Tuesday. We don't have official teams, but there's a lot of scars on yeah, the Sharkies. Yeah. I do rate them. You know that I think they can win the comp if fully fit, but uh, I'll take the Panthers because I think two and a half is too much. Um I forgot about Fafita, and that's a big difference. Uh, is he? He's out, isn't he? He should be. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, he should be. So take that in consideration, uh, Penrith, for me. What about Sean? Sean, he's gone the Sharks. 
Um, Penrith, geez. That was a good game, actually, against Gold Coast. Um, entertaining, end to end. Some of the defence was pathetic, though. Absolutely dreadful. Mm. Um, but um, have, Cronulla, have Cronulla got points in them? That's that's a quite, even when fully fit, they're not a particularly high scoring team. Are, are you calling the Gold Coast this week, Dan? Uh, got who are they playing? They're playing no. Okay, so obviously this is a podcast you can't see, but I did tweet this out. Have a look at this video, right? Um, this is Penrith on the attack. They scored the try, mm. but um, but the play before. Look at. Sorry, I know this is a podcast. It's not good for so listening. We're watching. Have a, a go at that gap between. Kelly and Brimson on yeah. the right of the Gold Coast. It must be 10 metres. Oh, it was awful. Oh, the defence so, was terrible. So who, who who's the official king of the left in NRL, exploiting left-hand side, right-hand side defences? Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Is he not going to just destroy that edge? Honestly. Good will pick. See, this is, the, this is why people need to listen to this podcast for uh, little tidbits like that. Who's he going to hit there? Is that Fitzgibbon? Um, well, he's got Edric Lee on the extreme outside. Who just yeah. keeps scoring Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's Fitzgibbon on that left side. If you backed, if you backed any time try scorers, maybe in a same game multi, Lee, Fitzgibbon, Ponga. No, there were 15, uh, sorry, just to, uh, that picture had 15, a 15 metre gap between the sideline and the first Titans mm. defender. And they didn't even need to bother going out there because they just went down the middle. Penrose should have went there all day. Mm. They did not go there all day. Brimson injured, Taylor injured. Please. Um, I know we're going to come to that game, but uh, you know who I'll be tipping clearly on the oh, back I of that. I think if they lose this Penrith, I wouldn't say crisis mode, but they're the spotlight team for a few days in the media. Loser, yeah, yeah. They're two and three, and they're pretty ordinary against uh, Gold Coast, even though that was a highly entertaining game. They've lost their last four at Shark Park, and they're on a loss-win, loss-win, loss run at the moment. 16th in attack. Who do you like, Dan? Uh, oh, you've changed me because I forgot about Fafita. Uh, Penrith plus 2.5. I um, did not like what I saw from the Sharks last week. So with these ratings, it takes emotion out at the time, but it does come into play because clearly Sean and I have arrived at a different choice. Mm. So he would naturally have the Sharks better rated than I have or perhaps the Panthers worse rated than what I have. Right, we go to Friday uh, afternoon, Good Friday, Canterbury and South. I've seen a lot of Canterbury the last few weeks. God, they've been up and down. Uh, $3.30, $1.33 for the Bunnies. Got out of jail against the Warriors side that had Peter Hiku as their halfback. Played a good uh, pack two in the Dragons. Very tough. They're a tough side, the Dragons. I was speaking yeah. to Anthony Griffin, and he, he's, he's not tipping them, but he says they could win the comp, the Dragons. Well, South are giving minus eight and a half, and... I can see South doing to Canterbury what St. George Laura did to Canterbury. Their big men just bullied uh, and and frightened the Canterbury players. Uh, Lachlan Lewis had Frizzell in his face all day. Tarek Sims was just giving Jack Cogger nightmares. And I can just see the South Sydney forwards running over a Canterbury side that, remember, has no Dylan Napa. They've got Ogden as one of their props. And he's a solid young man, but he... He's not a big minute player, and it falls away. So I'm solidly on South. What about yeah, you? Yeah, well, this is where I would have last year picked South with those reasons. I would have been swayed into that. Yeah. But the numbers tell me Bulldogs only need seven. So for that, if they're getting eight and a half, it, it, I've got to just That's go with the Bulldogs. Close. Yeah, That's... but but it's still a point and a half the way way it is. So Bulldogs for me, fifty thousand people, Dan. You reckon? No. No. Not there. I hope. What? what uh, Thirty. 
Easter Friday, no? Mate, Canterbury fans. Mate, no. What? I hope you're right. Listen, we've had that before. Yeah. But normally you need two teams in pretty good form. A Canterbury fan's going to come out. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I hope I'm wrong, Joel. Mm, so what about Sean? He's got South. South. Always like Sean's opinion. <laughs> uh, and that is Friday afternoon. Then we get to the grand final rematch. Melbourne Roosters. I've got to be honest, Joel. I'm surprised the odds are the same. I thought Roosters would be favourites. I know it's down there, $1.90 each of two. We're just going to pick this. There's a line there, minus one and a half Melbourne, but we are just going to go um, head-to-head. Melbourne Storm. Oh, wow. Yeah, Melbourne Storm for me. Uh, Sean's against me once again. So Melbourne Storm for me. Uh, Radley. He concussion last week, wasn't it? Mm, so we'll keep so. an eye on him. And that, that, that would make a fair difference too with Jake Friend being sidelined. Uh, but I'm Storm, uh, Sean's Roosters, and I gather that you're shocked by my Storm pick, so you're also Roosters? I am, uh, only because what has changed since the grand final? Uh, Melbourne, look, the last two games have just gutsed out wins against the Cowboys and against uh, the Bulldogs. They've found ways to win, just out-professionalising their opposition. This is different gravy, though. Surely the Roosters, this is the, exactly the game they've been waiting for. They, they blasted a team like Manly, fell away at the end when it was all over. What they did to the Sharks last week, they played 25 minutes of good football and led 30 nil. Yeah, Joey Marno will be out. Uh, Morris must be close to coming back. Um, if you go back to mid-season last year, what was it? A one-point ball game. Was it Cronk who kicked the field goal? Cameron Smith, I think, kicked the field goal, wasn't it? In Adelaide. Adelaide, yes. So, yeah, look, I'll, I'll stay with the storm. Okay. Yeah, it's just a gut thing, but... Um... Very good. Very good. All right, we go to Saturday afternoon. Oh, now, Saturday, now, this is 5.30. There's only two games on Saturday. And we start with Warriors versus Cowboys. $1.39, um, the Warriors, and $3 North Queensland. Uh, Warriors 2 and 3. They beat the Cowboys twice last year. Uh, 7.5 is the line. Cowboys have lost 10 of their last 13 away games. They were 1-5 last year, so if they lose this, they're in exactly the same mm. spot as as last year. Yeah, just a recap to uh, South Bulldogs. That's who they played last week. Uh, the Warriors played South. South aren't going that good, Dan. They've had three pretty average weeks. They're better than Canterbury. Yeah, they're, they're pretty, they've been going average, but the Warriors had them to bed. They had they them did. to bed. Yeah. They led by 12, and they just couldn't... I don't think they completed a set after they led by 12. South Sydney relied on... They were really plotting South. Cody Walker puts in a shocking kick, which he manages to feather off his foot. Then he puts another kick in, which would have went dead. Hits the up, hits the upright, comes back, they score, and it changed the game. Um, but as far as this... Do you is, think their forwards... Do you think Canterbury's forwards can stand up to South Sydney's? Uh, I'm not saying that, but I, I'm just saying that I think that... You're right. South aren't playing that well. Eight and a half might be too large. Very, okay, fair enough. A- and I don't like the fact... like You've you made me scared because Napa being out hurts, really hurts. That was men against boys on Sunday. Yeah, that, that, that hurts. Um, but I will stay with that. I'll, I'll stay with the doggies. Um, what, what game are we talking about? Uh, North Queensland uh, Warriors. Uh, uh, 200th game for Josh Maguire. Hmm. Um, the Warriors, Warriors 2-0 at home, 0-3 away. So they're going back to the old days where um, they can't win in Australia. But they've won their last five mm. at Mount Smart against all opposition. I don't think they're in a position to uh, to give away such a start. No, the Warriors, seven and a half same. start. And, and there was no Blake Green last week. It was all on the young kid's shoulders. So it'd be interesting to see how he fares this week. Cowboys so, for me, Warriors for Sean. 
Jeez, you and Sean have a different tip on everything. Yep. Um, all right, so we get the St. George. So who, what have you done? Oh, North Queensland. Sorry, North yeah. Queensland. No, I, 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 you're right. I, I just don't see the Cowboys, uh, sorry, the Warriors earning that, that sort of start. And apparently Green's going to be out again. Now, uh, again, we're recording this before the teams are named, so could be wrong. I bet he's in Jersey 21 when the teams come out. So the two kids, Kieran and... Chanel Harris Tavita might be let loose. You couldn't imagine they'll go Hiku again. I mean, that was mm. just that was just last minute. They were pretty damn good, the Warriors, considering. Yeah. That, um, but no kicking game. And that, that's what worries me about CS, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Wollongong, Dragons, Manly. Um, $1.44, the Dragons. Manly, $2.80. They are both on a three-game winning streak. Um, and... The Dragons have won their last three against Manly by 119 to 40. They've slaughtered them all three times. Number two for fewest missed tackles. Number two for completion rates. Manly, number one for tries scored beyond the 20. And even with Tom Travojevic missing, they did it again last week when mm. uh, they went length of the field. So um, no for Newell Blake. And that, that, that's my... Well, hang on. He's fighting his charge. He's fighting... They don't beat grade one careless often, Joel. And it's only carryovers and priors that has him facing a two-game suspension. So I'm going to assume he's out. We'll find out tonight. Um, Dragons for me, minus six and a half. What about you? Uh, Your Dragons, Sean and I are both manly. And I'm happy with that. Six and a half start, fairly sizable start. And I I suppose if you're after a, a very simple form line... The last two weeks, they've both played Newcastle in Newcastle. Dragons had to go to Golden Point, where Manly, Manly blew them away early. Mm. Okay. We okay. know it doesn't work that way, but um, that is a simple form line. Fanua Blake. How many points? No Travojevic. No ah, Fanua Blake. Blake, yeah. He, we'll put it this way. He, I've got six and a half... Sorry, I've got them getting three and a half. Yes. Manly are getting six and a half. I can't give three points for Fanua Blake. He's not worth three points. So we are sticking with Manly. Yes, Sean and I are both Manly. Okay. Gold Coast, Newcastle. Uh, my, one and four, both of these teams. Um, this is a Sunday afternoon on the coast. $1.85 Gold Coast, Newcastle $1.95. And minus one and a half is the start. Titans, first four games, they only scored 36 points. Last week they scored 30. A lot of points off kicks, though. Um, and Newcastle have not won in Queensland in four years. Um, oh, I've got a great stat. This should be on the app, by the way, Joel. Yes. Those insights. Yeah. Right, you ready for this? Ready. Ready. Like you look. Look for the most, the, 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 the tiniest, the minutia. Cameron Smith on Friday nights at home, thirty and three. Oh. Now, Cameron that, Smith. That's on the app. No, no, no. I'm no, oh. no, no. I got that myself. That's app worthy. How did you come up with that? I have, I have. Um, You've turned into a bit of a stat head. I, I've got my computer, and I look. No, the thing, Cameron Smith on a Friday night at home, thirty and three. There you go. There you go. So, so Melbourne. And Storm. I'm tipping the Roosters. Oh no, because <laughs> I don't believe in that stat. Okay, Gold Coast Newcastle. <laughs> uh, Gold Coast Newcastle. Look, I, I just. I can't get my head around. Look, you used to think about Penrith being under the pump if they lose this. The loser of this game is under the torch. Would you agree? I think Brown is already under the torch, not only because they lost, but they look bad 
doing it against Manly. They looked aimless in attack. It, it, the sort of game where you, you're watching, you're going, what did they do in the off-season? Like, and, and then you think, well, hang on, of course they had Caelan Ponger at 5'8", so mm. they've trained the whole off-season. I'd be stunned if Connor Watson wasn't moved to 5'8". He and Pierce had a good combo last year. They've had a combo with the Roosters. Uh, Lenor, he tried, but it, 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 it didn't work. So I, I would expect Watson, and that might give us a different Newcastle. But yes, uh, you can make excuses for Titans, can't you? Because they, mm. they, they lost their halves early. Um, and they at least won last week, so they sort of stemmed the flow a bit. But you're right. Whoever loses this is going to look particularly bad. Yeah, I just mentioned that I just think Caelan Ponga is going to kill, kill, kill that left-hand side. Mm. That they, they can't sort out in seven days. They couldn't maintain Penrith out there, who hardly went there. Caelan Ponga, by default, will go there. I hope, this is not the week. He gets criticised for staying on the left, Caelan Ponga. This is not the week for Nathan Brown to say, get off the left. He needs to stay this whole game on the left-hand side. Did you see his run, by the way, from fullback? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, it's stunning. I have got a... Um, Jack Gibson used to say, when picking a team, pick your best 17 footballers. Yeah, and that's then... Wayne Bennett's thing too. Yeah, okay. So if I'm coaching the Newcastle Knights, it's not compulsory that you have a traditional 5-8. So in my opinion, Connor Watson, Mason Linor are not in their top 17 players. Right. So you it... don't think Connor Watson, Connor no, Watson's I, not in their best 17? I don't 17? think so. No, I don't think so. I, I would be, if I was coaching the side and my career was at stake, I want the 17 best performers in my team. The way that Caelan Ponga plays, fullback, mm. when he gets into green zone, he pops up as a 5'8". I would actually choose... What's green zone? Uh, on the attack. Oh, so the red zone but green. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, if you're colourblind, you're going to find that really hard to understand. Um, but... When they're on the attack, he's always popping up as that first receiver on the left-hand side. He's not that traditional sweeping fullback. Yeah. I would actually just go with Pierce and Ponga to cover the halves and fullback role. Mm. Seven forwards. Defence has been a problem oh, yeah. for him. They're getting steamrolled. Yeah. Seven forwards. And then maybe Kurt Mann as your 14. Mm, okay. Uh, so Sean's the Titans. Again, you two are... Yeah. Um, you've, you've swayed me into Newcastle. I had Titans. I had Titans there, but I, I think... <sighs> The defence of Penrith was so bad, and the defence of the Titans, it might be a just forget that game existed. It was entertaining, but it might be a forget that game a existed. A knock to Taylor, knock to Brimson. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a, geez, they're awful teams at the moment. What a great game on Sunday afternoon. The Green Wall, the Green Machine, who you have done a lot of uh, calling of, Canberra against Brisbane, $1.70, $2.15. Now, this start's going to be interesting because it's sitting at minus two at the moment. It's going to go one way or the other. The Raiders, three-game winning streak. Four and one they haven't been in a long, long time. Best defensive start to a season since 1990. Um, I'll get that stat I I put up on Twitter the other day. Just the comparison. The Raiders this year as compared to last year. Now... Joel, you've seen a lot of them. The easy knock on Canberra is, yeah, they're doing it against ordinary teams. But the, these teams they'd be conceding heaps against in years gone by. They would have conceded plenty against um, Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. They, probably, they would have conceded more than zero against Parramatta uh, last, last week. So what is your take on the Raiders? Oh, they're very good. They're, they're a top eight side, I think. I, I really do. I think um, Ricky's found a nice little niche there, getting forwards 
I don't think the outside backs have ever been superstars from England, but certainly the forwards. They've been mostly fantastic. They're doing a great job down there. Uh, you're at the same age as me, Dan. Why did the Broncos and Canberra never meet in the grand final? I know. In the 90s? I know. Maybe it was meant to be, so we don't have a definitive greatest team ever. Yeah. But 95 was supposed to be the... No, it was not. No, 93. They smashed Parramatta 68-0. Oh, Ricky got hurt. At a big price, yeah. Ricky broke his leg. They played the Dragons. That would have been actually 93. Would have been right in their primes. So that's the Broncos. Turned out to be their second premiership. And the Canberra won the comp a year later. Oh, can you imagine? So who wins that game? 94 Raiders. We might put this out on Twitter, actually, on Sportsbet. Uh, or the 92 Broncos. Well, I think the best team I've ever seen is the 98 Broncos. It's the best team. Oh, better than the 94 Bron- uh, 92 Broncos? Yes. Yes. Just that the forward pack, um, they had the backs, but the forward pack with Talis, Thorne, Webke, Seven receiver back then. I'd say so, yeah. Um, can't remember who their hooker was. Uh, and I'm missing a key. Oh, Tony Carroll. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a, that is a world-class forward pack. Whereas in 93, it would have had the likes of very good players like um, G, uh, Alan Cairn, Mark Hone might have still been yeah. there at that stage. A very solid forward. It was all backs for... Brisbane back then with, you know, uh, Walters and Langer ran off. It's a bloody good question. Though, oh, mate, <laughs> you'd be happy with either. I I, uh, I put it out myself. So I'd, I'd, I'd tell you, Canberra, I'd take Canberra over over the, the Canberra 94, say, yep. over the Broncos 92. I put it out on my own social media on Twitter and it went into meltdown. I had Yvonne Sampson calling me and putting me on to Wendell Saylor. And well, she would have did. And now Yvonne been, yes. is, is Maroon through and through. So that's – Vonnie's biased. Yes, um, but it's a great argument and we will throw it out there for everyone to have their say. Um, well, you know you bring up Canberra 94. It's the last time they played a grand final. Yes. Isn't that outrageous? Yes. It's the longest – if you don't count the Titans, because they've only been around for 12 years, the longest streak is Canberra. Well, uh, if, when Mal Meninga dives over, if you were to say to somebody at that point in time, they won't be in another grand final for at least 25 years, yeah. you wouldn't believe that, would you? Well, they were red-hot favourites the year after, and Canterbury had that great run, knocked them out. Um, and then it's uh, they just started to age a little, and that was sort of the end of the but great run. I mean, you think about it, 89 is when it started. Mm. Kept it going for a long time. What have you settled on? Um, oh, we're talking about this game. Okay. A Canberra-Brisbane. Uh, I'd, I'd rather talk about the past. Uh, Brisbane, one and four. They've won their last six in Canberra. They've won their last three in Canberra. I've loved the Raiders so far, Joel, but I want to see them against quality opposition. And I'm not sure Brisbane's quality opposition yet, but I, the knock on the Raiders is not their fault, is that not much has been thrown at them Camp Parramatta, 52% completions last week. Yeah. Uh, that You get that a lot, don't you, on the Sunday nights. Just the visiting team is just awful. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take Brisbane because I think they have to win. Yeah. I think Canberra want to win. I think Brisbane have to win. You're a buyer of Seabold still? Yeah. 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 I, I tell you, it worries me his short fuse. Yep. I don't think he. I, I, I don't think he plays the media as well as he thinks he does. Just merely calling journalists by their first name doesn't buy you uh, uh, immunity. Not not when you're a coach of the Broncos and you're one and four. 
Um, but Robbo pl- went through this. Rob, Robbo went through this where he was the media darling, mm. and then he, he, they started to turn on him a little bit. Well, you got to win to be. The, you still got to yeah, win to be the media darling. Yes, and I think Seabold. You, you just got to be careful how you handle it. I think he's a superstar coach, and I'm not selling out on the Broncos yet. In fact, I think that uh, I'll get the price up in a moment, but I think now's the time to back them to make the eight. I'll be surprised yes. if they don't make the eight. If you think about it, they've had. Uh, they've been away to both grand finalists, Roosters and Melbourne, beat, yeah. beaten okay by both of them. They won the Queensland derby against the Cowboys. Yeah. They got rolled... That form's not stacking up, though. But no, yes, but the won. form that is stacking up is the Dragons just pipped them and yeah. worked hard to get past them. They've gone on a bit of a run. Yep. And the Tigers got them, but they could have put the Tigers to bed, couldn't they, early? Um, they had a chance to go 14 zip, didn't they, at one point? I, it, it depends. You know, what's it, We say it every week. What's he going to do with the halves? Now, the word out of Brisbane is Dearden's the guy that, that he's overtaken O'Sullivan. So yes. we keep talking about O'Sullivan, but the young kid, Tom Dearden, is, is the next in waiting whenever that is. There was talk as well during the week that uh, with Inglis going, would they take James Roberts? But I understand, I understand that... Well, the uh, Bennett factor would be... Well, Bryson Goodwin was trying to get out of the Warrington Wolves. So clearly that was first mm. port of call, which would say there might be a bit, bit flaky, the idea of... James Roberts going there. No knock on Bryson. Tremendous servant, but come on. Mm. Roberts versus Goodwin. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Um, by the way, this old, this Canberra side, this is the 94 grand final team with no John Lomax. So he was suspended. So it was Pongia, Steve Walters. Ah, yes. God, he's underrated. He got overtaken by Cam Smith, obviously, and to a lesser extent, Badiris. Croker and Ferner as your back row with Brad Clyde. That's pretty good. Daly Stewart. What about this for a back line? Mullins, Nagus, Meninga, Wiki, Nadruku. I'll, I'll, uh, thank you. I'll take that line. So uh, um, my neighbour, Stevie Hughes, he had to mark Wiki in that grand final. Steve Hughes? Yeah. Stephen Hughes. Stephen Hughes, great he fellow. Great career. He scored a grand final try, didn't he? Glenn, Hughes, years Glenn Hughes, his the brother Glenn against Manly. Oh, yes, his brother. Geez. And he was on for five minutes. Yes. Good for him. Yes. Um, there you go. Uh, all right. We better get... Uh, so who are you going with, by the way? Canberra or Brisbane? I'm going the Broncos, Dan. Broncos. Yeah. Okay. And Raiders for Sean. Of course, because you went the other way. Uh, and last game. Parramatta West Tigers, $1.85, $1.95. Minus one and a half is the start here. Bankwest Stadium. I do fear, Joel, that remember the old remember when Suncorp opened and all the away teams yeah. seemed to keep winning. It was like it was an event for them too. Yep. Um, yeah. Yes, like, less of a home ground advantage first up, isn't it? Because of the novelty about it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I just have memories of Parramatta opening their old stadium and slaughtering the Dragons, thirty-six mm. to six. I don't know. You know what? A game thirty years yeah, ago yeah, doesn't yeah. mean anything. But this will be a Parramatta crowd. I don't think this will be a 50-50. This will be a Parramatta crack. I've deliberately, Joel, not gone out to the stadium. I had a chance a couple of weeks ago, and I said, no, nah, I, I want to go for the first time on Easter Monday. Uh, so I don't think we're going to be disappointed. Parramatta's favourites. Um, Jesus, the Tigers were gutsy last week, found a way. Um, are you forgetting what Parramatta did against Canberra? Oh. No, no, I'm not because, as you said, they didn't have any ball. But 
Blake Ferguson got battered and bruised. He, he was playing. He was playing right wing. His nose was playing left wing. Did you? See? <laughs> <laughs> we showed it last night. Did was, you see? He's oh, the elephant man. Oh, the poor bugger. Um, look. What are the, I mean, he's going to have to get that reset at some point. That's yeah. an end of career job. Yep. Uh, oh, do you think Cooper Cronk's had the nose reset? I think he might have. You think he has? Good looking bloke. Like he, he, he sort of. Remember, it was Ben Sideways at one stage. Like every, he was on Fox last night doing something. And can you tweet us at Sportsbet if you have seen uh, the snores of Cooper Cronk, and if you think there's been, it's it's not a good time to do it, is it? This this stage of your career, you'd do it in an off season, wouldn't you? I'm just going back. But to I, but in all honesty, forget the vanity, mm. the breathing. Yeah. Like you'd have to do it, wouldn't you? Yeah. I I had to get what's called a deviated septum operation at the end of my career because I used to run quite low yeah. and they I get smacked in the head nearly every time. And and by the way, well, also they wanted I, to take I, you I, I believe that I there would be effects of concussion, but you know what, Dan, that's what I signed up for. That's that's the yeah. game I play. I'm not playing table tennis. Yeah. So everyone else to their own, but Whatever happens to me down the track, I'm not holding the game to any kind of account because that's what I signed up for. Um, but but it's a very painful operation uh, because I couldn't breathe out of either nostril. Not I couldn't really breathe. So you're a mouth breather. Mouth breather. Yeah. A mouth breather. So I got all that sorted, and that's that. That is the number one piece of advice I can give rugby league players. As soon as you finish your career, go and get your your, your nose checked out by ENT, nose and throat specialist. Yes. Because. If you don't, it can lead to all sorts of things such as depression and by not breathing properly. So anyway, really? that's a, quite a serious thing I'm saying. But um, hey, hang on. So breathing issues related to yes. wow. Depression. Yeah, they said if you so people will, will go through their careers and they're so used to it. You've been playing yeah, professional course. sport for eight, ten years, and you just get on with your life. But you must get it checked out because it it, it cha- I remember coming out um, having all the gauze removed, and this rush of air went through the back of my head. I hadn't experienced it. Wow. And I thought, holy dooly, this is what everyone else is getting in their life. I haven't been getting this. Wow. Yeah, so it's the best thing you could do. It was a great uh, one of those thirty for thirties on the Chicago Bears and the and the old um, and the quarterback, Jim McMahon, he was too tough for his own good. He'd go and get his head smashed in. Anyway he had depression issues. Great doctor. You saw this and yeah. and, and these two Boston doctors thought they knew what it because he went to all the doctors and they and they've done all the brain tests and they, they they've seen that there's far too much fluid in his brain mm. it's not draining but they can't work out they just said oh well that's football anyway these two doctors realised if they tapped his spine gently mm. that they think they can that, that they can adjust it. and he said he could feel the liquid pouring down the back of his. Uh, uh, back of his neck, and he gets that done every uh, month, I think. And depression issues, not gone, but very close. Can see properly, couldn't see properly. Yeah, wow. Just uh, everything was cloudy. So you can do people a favour, Dan. You're out at a lot of games with former players. Mm-hmm. As a mate, you should be saying to them, I'll do that. Yeah, how's your breathing? Can you. And, yeah. and a good test is you can go to the chemist and buy these, um, it's called Flow, I think where you, you spurt it up your nostril mm. and it should, 100% of the water should come out the other side and, and zero was coming out the other side for me. Now it does. Right. And if they can't do that, they need to get their backsides in immediately to, to get themselves sussed out. Is this stuff tall? I mean, we're talking about... No, know. I don't think it is. And, and maybe it's something that I need to share with people because it, it's a, just a game changer. Wow. Mm. I wonder if there, there should be... It should be. There may, may be. There may maybe be. Maybe uh, like an end of year... They get all the retirees, right? You know how they get them parading at the football. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm, this is, I'm not being a smart ass. 
on the Saturday night or the Saturday afternoon before the grand final, you get them in and you actually you take them out to dinner yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. retiring, they deserve that. <sighs> you actually have something like a, conf- a little workshop. Yeah, I like it. And all that stuff that you just said and, and all the things... You know, the, the, they're going to have to expect moving into the workforce and moving yep. into proper life. It's a good idea. Yeah. And, and, and they may do stuff like that right now. I don't know. No, they but, might. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Parramatta Tigers, Parramatta favourites. Uh, Tigers continue to be underestimated. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the Tigers. I, I can't believe they're getting the start on the Blake Ferguson situation. Uh, Sean's best for the week is the Tigers also. And just keep an eye, Dan. You're going to be out there. Yes. Um Michael Jennings, if he scores a try, which would be nice in this game, he's playing well, Michael Jennings. Yeah. He was going to be moved on and they were trying to, and he's now playing really well for them. He's fit. If he scores, he joins uh, Steve Renoff in tries. Wow. Yeah, so that's a fair career, isn't it? Steve Renoff did it a bit quicker. Yes. But uh, 142 tries, which puts him 18th if he does that. Gee, that's pretty good. Top 20, no matter what, top 20 all time. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Awesome. English finished at 149. Yeah, I know. 140. So Jennings would have that in his sights now. Yeah. All right. I'm going Parramatta. I'm just taking. I'm not. This is one of these. I wouldn't even dream of having a dollar on this game just because uh, it's a hard one to predict, and I just want to enjoy the uh, the atmosphere. Uh, right. I, I'll tell you my two bets here. I'm due to get one of these. South 13 plus against the Dogs. I think if they beat them, Joel, they thump them. And yep. I think they might be waiting for a game like this, a big atmosphere game. I don't know if they'll get 50, but they'll have an atmosphere. And Manly's um, right side defence has been a little flimsy. Yep. Jordan Pereira to score a try. I don't know. He won't be great odds. He'd be $1.60 or $1.70, I'd say. But I'd put that into South, and that's my two. I've uh, I've tipped him at $67, Pereira, to a top try scorer. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, which we did on the podcast, he's he's five. He's just behind, uh, he's with Corey Oates. He's behind uh, Cody Walker. He's on six, of course, having scored four tries. But you you can't imagine Cody goes on the way to to be the top try scorer. Uh, Best bets. I will go the Tigers as well in the multi at the line. I'll go the Knights. Sorry, Knights fans. I said they're unbeatable last week. I, I do believe. I do believe they are this week. Can I say this? I was thinking of that during the call. Joel well, yeah. said they are unbeatable. Yeah. Joel said. I don't know if Andrew Voss listens to the call because he um, into our podcast rather because he said, "Oh, how do I do a reverse mock on on the Knights?" Joel Kane. I don't know why he called me out. Maybe because. I had stated they're unbeatable. But hang on, did you go on Channel Nine and say no, unbeatable? No, no, this is the no. only place. So this is the only place you to clear unbeatable. So hello to Bossy if he's listening. Okay, well, give, uh, this is going to be a weekly thing now. Who's the unbeatable? Knights, uh, unbeatable. Knights, the Knights, mate. You can, mate. That's sick. That's a sick Knights. I just can't get out of my head. Caelan Pong are not carving up that side of the field. I can't get that out of my head. So I won't be too greedy this week, Dan. I, I, okay, all right. I'm going to put it to you in a different way. You if, need life-saving I knew the, surgery. I knew, the, I knew the term life was going to come up here. Life-saving surgery. The only way you can come up with your money is to sell the house, but you've got to double it. Selling the house only gets you halfway there. You have to bet someone at the line. You need someone that is unbeatable to get you this life-saving to get. I can't bring your kids in no, this no, to no, get no. you life-saving surgery. You're not better. You're, you, there's no way you are putting your life on Newcastle a, a, away from home with your life-saving money. Well, I don't know who else to pick. I, I, maybe the West Tigers, but 
Oh, just then the you got bank waste factor. I'd rather know. I'd go the Cronulla penalty game. Just at least if I'm going to die, at least I can get it over with. Nathan Brown, you've been a great mate over the years. <laughs> Here's your chance to do me a big, big favour, please. You've been under the torch. You've been under the pump. But I'm backing you, young fella. And do one thing for me, please. Please don't listen to any noise, which I've largely been given, saying that Kalen needs to go on both sides. But this week, he's not to go on both sides. He must stay on the left side of the field and pick apart the right edge of the Titans in Brown, we trust. All right. Vossi, if you're listening, hello to you. There you go. I hope you're doing that game so you can bring it up again. Yeah. Gold Coast, Newcastle. The mock has spoken. <laughs> now, what did you talk about on the show this morning? So what do you do? How, oh, what's feels the like shift? Four days ago. What's the shift? Five, Five thirty to ten. What? Yeah, heavy, That's heavy listening. Outrageous. Yeah, it's uh, we we did. Did ha- Sowie get all his NBA talk? I tell you what, we did ask. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have a bit of a breather then. If he, he speaks to Andrew Gaze about NBA, I don't know what they're talking about. It's like oh, another. Gaze. another oh, he's verbose. You can go go for. I love when he comes sit, on. A sit down breakfast. So he, he comes, comes back up, half an hour later. He comes on at nine o'clock. Yeah. And you're just hitting the wall, and he just goes. How many coffees you pouring through? Uh, three. Which, you which, know what? I reckon that's okay. Yeah, but gonna, I've, had, I've had a fourth one here with you. Oh, and it's only midday. Yeah. Okay. How so, long are you doing this for? The rest of the week? Just the rest of the week. Okay. Yeah, just the rest of the week. Good Friday as well? Yes. Mm. All yes. right. Okay. I think we're done, Jolly. Uh, unless Sean has got something else. Uh, no, no. His best is, is, is the West Tigers. Uh, six up continues as well. So Yes. Um, and we'll pick up the... We haven't had many of those, have we? We've had a, uh, last week the Bulldogs who they led at halftime week prior against, oh, against Melbourne. Melbourne. That was yes. half a million bucks last week. But they are early payouts, so you're, you're chilling. You're oh, calming absolutely. the farm in the second half, which is great. By the way, Roosters still favourites for the Premiership. They've actually tightened to 360. Melbourne 475, South 650, and then it blows right out. Canberra 13. Are you still on the back-to-back train, Dan? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, you know what worries me? Uh, the, the idea of peaking too early is a bit absurd, but it does. they're going to have a, a bad patch at some point. Mm. I just fear... When that may be, mm. no, no team can go through seven months. No team can go through seven months, and I'm wondering. I tell you what, could be scary. What if this is their bad patch? What if going to sleep for yeah. 20 minutes against Cronulla and going to sleep against Manly for 20 minutes is their bad patch? I'm keep it's it. frightening how good they are. We're gonna go, young fella. Goodbye. Goodbye. Gamble responsibly.